You're listening to the Beyond the Profi podcast, where we help you out of career burnout so that you can reclaim your personal freedom while pursuing your passion. I'm your host, Jasmine Haley, entrepreneur, influencer, and educator that will help empower you with our interviews, strategies, and straight talks. If you're ready to push past your comfort zone to your greatness, you have found the right podcast. Stay tuned and listen in. Hey, this is your host, Jasmine Haley of the Beyond the Profi podcast. And for this week's episode, we have Samantha Leonard. She has been in the dental industry for over a dozen years. She's worked in pretty much every role, worn every hat, and mastered all the traits that eventually led to her being the operational manager with the well-respected and world-renowned orthodontist, Dr. Sam Dayer. Together, they started and built a multi-million dollar practice from scratch and expanded to six locations across the country. Her managerial experience has helped her appreciate and identify the negative effect of a wrong hire, lack of systems, and the adverse impact on team dynamic, quality of customer service, lost time, and wasted money. She is passionate about helping the dental community find and build their dream team and establish effective HR programs that will create the office culture that will take their practice to the next level. She is the brilliant founder and CEO of Stream Dental HR, and we just want to give you a huge warm welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on here today. Yeah, you're always the best. And so, so are be- you. <laughs> You're giving me all the feels and we're supposed to, I'm not supposed to be about business and I'm feeling like my heart, my heart is just so overwhelmed with love for you, Samantha. No, seriously. Listen, um, the first time I, I, I saw Samantha, I instantly became a fangirl. She was presenting on a live stream and she gave her presentation and I had no clue who she was. I had never seen her. I, I first thought was, oh, I love her glasses. And I think you were wearing clear ones at that point when you were, and when you were speaking, I was like, man, she's incredible. And so I'm writing all these, I'm writing in there. It's like, she's so great. She's so great. And then, which is so crazy, kind of stalkerish. We were in a, you don't know this. You don't know this. (laughs) I don't know this part. No. So we were in a, we're in a mutual Facebook group. And so I went in there and I was trying to like get your attention. Like I was like, oh, you're so great. Like, you know, commenting under like trying to do reply and, you know, it wasn't, it didn't really lead to anything. (laughs) And I was like, man, I just want to know how much I love her Um, and how great she was when she presented. It really, really is awesome. Anyway, we eventually have passed across virtually. And I consider you a dear friend and I, I love the work that you're doing and what you're, you're building. So I can't wait to dive in deep and learn from you today. Likewise, girl. I was, I have been stalking you for quite some time virtually. So, <laughs> so the same thing, it's like, you always kind of, you want to start building that connection, but you're like, am I going to look like a creep or yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of want it to happen organically. So right. definitely I was, so I'm glad you reached out because I've been thinking about it for a long time. So yeah, it's so funny, you know, uh, social media really has changed ways in which we interact. And um, it's definitely made me a little bit of a creepster with some people that I admire. 
Um, not too much because I am pretty busy <laughs> and I can't spend forever. I know, right? Looking at people, but you definitely caught yeah. my eye. And thank you. Likewise. Oh, so we got to go into HR because one, I thank God that you have a passion for this. I have no interest <laughs> <laughs> at all. It's okay. not a sexy topic. Let's be honest. Right. It's, it's not. And yeah. for the most part, we all like, we all have felt like that dread when we've had to contact HR. Um, mm-hmm. I've worked in academia, so I know what that's like. And in a private practice, a lot of us don't even have HR systems in place. So, you know, let's talk about some of the things that you have seen in your practice that are some like HR nightmares that are common. Like what are some common ones that you find in dentistry? Oh, that's, uh, where do I begin? That's the thing that's kind of rushing through my mind. Where do I start? And I think most of all, it comes to communication. There's, there's absolutely no communication between either the front or the back or the, the dentist even communicating what he expects from his team members or how he wants things done or how they want things you know, performed. It's more of a, a, a mind reading game, right? Well, they should know that I need to have this ready by or this, they should know that they need to be doing this this way. Unless you communicate that, they're going to be performing and doing the things that they learned from their previous employer or the things that they learned from school. So if you don't clearly outline that or have that communication or have an accountability process or even train them properly on how to do things the way that you want them to, you're always going to keep going on this back and forth. Um, You know, you're going to be sitting like in a rocking chair. You're going to be doing something, but you're going nowhere, right? And you're just feeling frustrated and your team feels frustrated because they feel like they're not doing a good job. All they're ever hearing is critiques about, you know, uh, you're not doing this the right way or how come this didn't happen? Well, they don't know. So they're going to feel like it's very demotivating. They'll feel like they're not good at their job. So what's the point of staying there? They want to go and be somewhere where they can flourish and thrive in. And that's the whole reason why we created this company, right? Like I've had that experience myself when I first started off in my industry. I, you know, started off as a dental assistant. Um, I was a new grad, got hired right away. And it was an extremely toxic, toxic environment. And I don't know how I stayed there and survived for like five years, but it wasn't until the point where I actually was, it was that stress was being internalized and it was affecting my health until one day I actually ended up in a hospital. I was having a severe panic attack and I thought that I was having heart problems. Um, I went to the hospital and they're like, nope, you're, you're healthy. Uh, there's no issues. We don't see any health issues here. It's just stress. And at that time I was like 25 years old. I'm like, what kind of stress Am I having that's taking me to the hospital? Like I have a good family life. I, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy with the things that are going on in my life. And then when I finally reflected and saw that it was because of my job and because of the environment and the poor leadership, that it was making me miserable internally and affecting my health. So then I decided to quit and started working with an amazing boss who became a mentor, a leader, a friend, and now he's eventually, we're business owners. We, we worked together and we created Strain Dental HR, and, and he saw this potential in me that I didn't even see in myself. So I saw the difference. It was night and day of who I was and my growth and what kind of like trajectory path that put me on because I was with an environment that helped me invest in my personal growth and development. And I am who I am because, because of that. 
So mm. it's, it's huge. It's important. It's that environment. People are with you. They're sitting knee to knee with you 80% of their day. You are their, an extension of their family, right? They're, paying, they're, they're spending more time with you than they are with their own family. So it's got to be a, a great environment for everybody and for the patients as well. Yeah. You know, I often, now that I've gone through this entrepreneurship journey and I'm just in the beginning stages, I have more empathy, particularly for dentists, because they are in a, they are clinicians and they have to come in to the training. It's okay. She's got a dog. Don't even worry. Don't turn your mic off. Let him go. (laughs) He wants to be a part of the show. Oh my goodness. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. So like, you know, they are in this position where they've gone to dental school, they've had rigorous training for four years, and then they're not really set up for understanding the, how to build a culture Mm -hmm. in an office, how to handle some of the managerial things that Mm -hmm. are, that happen, some of the business things that occur. And so, and then they're left with, okay, how do you even organize? Exactly. You know, for me, for me to get to where I'm at and the, where I'm going with scaling my business, I had to hire a coach mm-hmm. to help me really understand some of the systems that I had because at some point there was so much I could do. And so that's the thing. I think that so many don't even know where to reach out to, or where to even begin when it comes to, you know, getting those processes and structures, structures implemented into their practice. Exactly. And HR, I feel like gets such a bad rap, right? A lot of people think that HR is too complicated or it's just hiring and firing, or they don't even think about the the necessity of having HR as a part of your business until there's an issue, right? Or sometimes there's all of these internal problems that you're, you're, you're brushing underneath the rug or you're not even noticing that is actually related to having a lack of HR in your practice. And so that's where, you know, we like to work with our clients to be able to help them from everything from hiring, identifying who that ideal person would be in your practice, your employee avatar, figuring out what your five-year growth plans are so that you're creating all of these systems, these, these benchmarks, these goals. So everybody is working towards, and then we create all of their, their um, uh, onboarding programs, their training systems so that everybody understands what's expected of them, what your practice guidelines are, why you do the things that you do, and then holding them accountable to it. And then that just makes your life, their life so much easier. Everybody's on the same page, organized, working together and driving the business forward versus having none of that. It's chaos, right? Mm -hmm. And and employees don't want to work in an office that's chaos. They don't want to jump from one sinking ship to another sinking ship. They want to find their forever home. People want to find an office where they love coming to work to every day and they can retire every day, not bring that stress and drama home with them or feel like they're never moving towards anything because there's just mass chaos all of the time. And offices don't want to have to start and stop every single time somebody leaves. And then you're back at square one again because you have to hire somebody. But if you don't have the right environment for them to thrive in, then guess what? They're going to leave and then you're back at square one again. So mm-hmm. it costs you much more than time and energy. It's your sanity, it's the patient experience because now that you're short staffed, all of that stress and workload increases for everybody. Your patients see it, they feel it when they come in. 
they come to an office where people are just like so happy and they love their job and they're just raving about how amazing the doctor is and how amazing the team is. That's contagious. That's infectious. That patient wants to be in an environment like that versus if they come in and it's like, oh, there's a new receptionist. Here's a new hygienist again. Here's a new this again, right? And they're getting different stories every single time. There's all these issues happening. Why would they want to come back to that practice? Right. So yeah. if there's so much to think about and HR is, is very, very important. So I'm, I appreciate you having me on the podcast to be able to talk about it, bring the awareness about it. So in that way we can address those issues. We can stop the bleeding. We can stop employee turnover and just have a happy team who loves coming to work every single day and will take care of your patients and, you know, make, take your practice to the next level. Yeah. You know, as you're talking, I'm just thinking about business in general. I've had to hire and let people go on a personal level, like nanny wise and on a professional level, having virtual assistants. And it's interesting now that I've gone through this coaching that I've had with this business strategist, there's a foundation that had I created it from the beginning, I could have saved myself so much time and headache, you know? So it's like, it's like these dogs, all these <laughs> man, I, I, you know, what kind of dog is it? <laughs> He's a French bulldog and he doesn't ever bark, but he sees somebody working outside. And so he's trying to, you know, say somebody's here and protecting his, his domain. So now, now he's barking. <laughs> okay. Oh my word. All right. So yeah. I lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> well, it's true though. Like you need to have those systems in place. And so. I think sometimes what, what ends up happening as a business owner is that your main focus when you're starting a business is I need to make money. I need to market. I need to get my name out there. I need to build my brand. And so we're thinking about all of these, you know, expansion or scaling, but we're not looking at the, the things that our company needs, like those building blocks so that we can stack, we can get that one set and then put the other one on and then just create this solid foundation. And it's much easier to scale and grow when you have that in place. But if you start with the roof first and then kind of fudge everything on the way down, that's just not a stable structure. It's just going to end up coming crashing down at you. So eventually everything will reset and you're going to have to build from the ground up. So why not do it? I'm kind of a one and done solution kind of person. I like building things as I'm going, creating those processes. So then when you are hiring somebody, it's like, okay, so I've done this. I know how to create, you know, maybe this, uh, how to design something on Canva or, you know, how to enter this job posting. I create like a system for it, a process. And then when I hire somebody, it's like, okay, here's how to do it. Now they can go out and do it on their own. They know exactly what I'm looking for, what I want, my criteria. And I just gave all of the tools, a video and maybe a PDF or a resource or a guide so that they can kind of use that as a resource to know what they need to do and then just go and do it. And guess what? They do an amazing job instead of me feeling frustrated and showing them how to do it, but they don't remember because it was never written down or you know, another a team member's training them, but they're training their bad habits and it's not the consistent things that you want to happen in your practice. So it's just like it perpetuates this this, you know, culture of disorganization as opposed to let's take this one step at a time and we help break that out for our clients. Like we're gonna start here, we're gonna create this resource. I can show you how to do this in less time than you may think and create all of your training systems and resources 
as you're doing them yourself, as you're entering your new patient, let's film a video, let's record our screen so that we're walking through and saying, why do we need to enter this information to verify insurance? Without this, what happens? Because that's another thing. It's like, you know, we're in this millennial, a lot of millennials, I'm a millennial, we're not bad people. <laughs> we just take information indifferently, right? Yeah. We're the generation that likes to feel respected, that likes to feel empowered. But for us, the driving force is the why. Mm-hmm. And if you don't explain why you do things or how, how that is basically going to contribute to the overall success, that light bulb isn't going to go off for them. And that information isn't going to sink in. So it's kind of, you almost have to lay it all out black and white, explain the why, how this is going to help, you know, drive the business forward, how they're going to contribute to that success to make that happen. And that's what's going to really get them to do the things that you want them to do. Absolutely. And I mean, these are fundamental things that any business, whether you're dental practice an online business like myself need. Mm -hmm. One of the key things that I had to do was really section my business into the main components and then create those SOPs, those standing operating procedures. Because I have been in offices where I've gone and I was hired or I've been in situations where I may have been hired and I don't understand what they expect of me. So then I'm mm-hmm. standing and stalling, wasting my time and their time because I have no clue what they want other than like yeah. cleaning teeth, right? Or <laughs> providing services as a hygienist. Still, there's different processes. What do I do when I have a patient that has moderate four millimeter pockets? Are we just, what are we doing? I mean, that's yeah. a bloody, per- that's a bloody profi. <laughs> what is your, what's your office philosophy on where yes. to go next for that? And I can't tell you how many times I've gone into offices. There's no manual. So I have no clue. I don't even know what benefits I get. Mm-hmm. You know, those are, those are things that are just like up in the air. Yeah. And yes, it does. It take a lot of time to set all that up. Yes. There are ways that you can do it more efficiently, but I've seen how easy it is for me just taking that time for someone else, for me to bring somebody else in mm-hmm. and then, and then having the opportunity to work along with me. So. Yeah, exactly. And you know, along those lines, like you were saying, without a policy manual, that's basically your rule book for your practice. This is how our practice runs. These are the do's and don'ts. These are things you can and cannot do. But if you just leave that up to verbal agreement, you know, those verbal agreements, they get, there's misinterpretations there's miscommunications. And then, then all of a sudden, if something happens, what do you have to fall back on? It's a he said, she said fiasco. And unfortunately, yeah. that doesn't go anywhere. That doesn't build trust within your team mm-hmm. because then they feel like you lied to them or this wasn't the case. Um, you know, so that it's just, it just a lot of things you can easily avoid. A lot of headaches. So that's probably, in a nutshell, some of the HR nightmares. <laughs> I could probably go off for another hour or so, but (laughs) I'm sure I'm sure. Um, so like, you know, I know what it is that your software does, but the listeners have no clue. So like, what have you been able to create? That's a solution to some of those struggles for people. Well, yes, HR is, you know, can be complicated, but we wanted to make it easy for offices. So our stream HQ will streamline and automate your hiring, your training, and your team management. So it's basically your headquarters for success. 
So you can create all of your systems in there and it's so much easier. It takes care of the administration work. It takes care of the organization work. You can easily assign new trainings to your team members. You can assign new documentations for them to literally just log into their employee portal, review it, read it, and electronically sign off on it. And then it automatically gets saved into their employee file. So now it, you know, it stops that headache where you have to print those new policies out, hand them to everybody, review that with everybody, and then nag them to get those back for you so that you can just keep it in their employee file. So it just really streamlines everything. Um, and the nice thing about this is not only is it in an HR software, but it's also a learning management system. So what I mean by that is basically an office can create their own e-learning course with videos. Um, they can embed quizzes in there. So in that way, they can make sure once the team's done going through those trainings, they understand it. Um, and then those trainings automatically get documented into their employee file too. So it takes care of the compliance. Uh, there's, you know, basically we wanted it to streamline everything. And my goal was for it to become your virtual HR manager. So it can take care of these things and make it so less cumbersome for you. And then you end up just, you know, feeling paralyzed and not doing anything. So this is just getting you started. I love it. You're such a rock star. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Thank you, Dr. What's his name? Dare yeah. for pumping in some love into Samantha <laughs> and letting her flourish. Mm -hmm. You know, I love that. I love it. So let's go really quick because I do want to dive into this because a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are people that want more. They're not even sure like what the next step is for them. Um, they want to land that dream position. They don't even know how to even get there. Mm -hmm. So just give me two ways in which someone could really find the right position or to land that position that really will give them the opportunity to flourish like you have. Well, first thing they need to do is to join your academy. Oh, and <laughs> Because the type of resource and support that you're offering our community, nobody else is out there, right? Like when it was time for me, like I knew I didn't want to be a dental assistant any longer. I felt like my challenge was over. Um, I felt like I was a robot and I didn't know where else to turn. And I wish I had something like you to be able to feel empowered, know how to be able to market myself know what direction I wanted to take, what, what lights my fire up, what brings me joy, what's my passion, and just you know, figure out a plan to make that happen. Because it's, it is baby steps, right? I'm not going to jump from a dental assistant or a hygienist and go right into you know, becoming a, 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 a salesperson or a consultant um, or starting my own business. There's different steps that you need to take to build your foundation so you have all those skills so you can go and help other people. So it's definitely kind of figuring out what are those things, you know, what are some books or mentors I can have? What are some trainings that I can do to be able to give me those qualifications um, so I can do the things that I want to do and live the life that I want to live? So work with you is number one. Yeah, so sweet. <laughs> that was not planned. Okay? <laughs> it's just truth. I'm speaking from the heart. But yeah, I definitely think you need to have, you need to have a plan. And then the toughest part, I think, for, for anybody is knowing how to market yourself, right? Like going on these interviews or doing a presentation, being on a podcast, doing a webinar, it's different skill sets than we were trained in school. And you have to put yourself out there and it can be, you need to be able to kind of build that confidence, um, step outside of your comfort zone, 
which I was just telling you how I did that when I was speaking at the Delivering Wow Summit. <laughs> you know, speaking was not something I, I is in my repertoire. It scares me to death. And You're so good. You're so good. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> it's definitely, it's, it's getting the push to go out there, right? That's the hardest part, that, that mental block. Yes. And when Dr. Anissa Holmes asked me, the first thing in my mind, I said, you know, no way in whatever am I doing this? But then I knew that this was the next step. I have to do this if I want to continue showing other, you know, dentists and other people how important it is to have HR, how to create a great culture and environment. I'm not going to be able to do that sitting from my house, you know, posting on social media that that'll only get me so far. This was the next step that I had to take in my business, in my career. And so it's like, okay, I'm just going to commit and say yes. And then I got to figure out, I've got six months to be able to put myself together, get myself organized, create my, my speech. And then I hired a coach and that like hiring a coach definitely gives you the shortcuts that you need. They tell you all of the things that worked well for them. They tweak and give you some great strategies. And, you know, I, I worked with Catherine Itell man, she's amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, and I love working with her and she really helped capture and put together my message in such a way that was appealing and was easy to digest and people could actually go away feeling like they could take this, you know, they could do this and motivate them. Um, so she was a huge help to that, but, you know, definitely having a mentor and knowing how to sell yourself and knowing what's next on, next on your list and having the right resources to get you there. Yeah, I love, 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 love that. It is so important for us to reach out and mentorship can be in many ways. It could be you reading a book. It could mm -hmm. be you listening to a podcast. It could be you going into a coaching program like we both have done. Um, mm -hmm. It could be so many things. It's really taking that first step, understanding who you are, knowing your strengths, and then really creating a plan. I feel like that comment that you made about creating that plan is so necessary. Like there is no way you can continue making an impact in the work that you're doing if you don't have a plan and you're mm -hmm. not intentional yes. on the steps that you're taking. Yes. And you need a strategy. And the strategy may not be all the way clear of how you're going to get to X, Y, and Z. Like I have, yeah. I told you recently in a, um, in a private chat, what my goal was. Mm. It just was like, all right, this has got to happen. I just told my husband, cause you got to speak things into existence. Yes. But yeah. I was honest. I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to do this, mm -hmm. but this is it. This is my big audacious goal. <laughs> I love it. And everybody needs a big audacious goal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, so even though I'm doing the work that I'm doing, I have something even bigger that I know that I have to learn the skills in order to get to that place to achieve that one yeah. day. So, yeah. and I'm rooting for you, girl. I love your Thank goal you. and I'm going to do whatever I can to support you on that. And that's, that's the thing too. You need to be able to have a right circle of people who are going to push you, who are going to hold you accountable um, but who are also going to, you know, if you fall down, they're going to hold out their hand and, you know, pull you up and d help dust off all of that grime and, you know, mud that you were just working in and you were buried under, they're going to help get you past that. So that's another huge, um, important is having that support system that's going to help you every step of the way. 
whether yeah. things are off in track or if things are good and they celebrate with you, but you need that team. You need your yes. entourage. Absolutely. So yes. I've got my last question for you, but I feel like you've dropped so many gems already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll give you an alternate question if you feel like, you know what, Jazz, I'm done today. Um, so <laughs> what was the best career or personal advice you've ever received? That's a really tough one. I definitely, well, I think it, it all goes back to just working with having, get, having a mentor, having a mentor and being open-minded because one goal you might have right now is because you're in that certain point of your life. But as things start moving and you're getting momentum, things are going to change. And if you're stuck with that old way, then you're not going to see all of these amazing opportunities. You're going to have these blinders on and you're going to miss so much like amazing things that can happen in your life. So you got to be open-minded and just align yourself with people who are going to push you and, and encourage you and mentors will give you that shortcut. And like you said, you don't, you can listen to, I listen to a ton of books every single week. I get a new one on audible and I just listen to it as I'm walking my dog, as I'm cleaning the house, but it's just those encouraging words. It's listening to changing that mindset of mine. Maybe I might be frustrated or overly stressed and burnt out. And so my mind is not, and my head's not in the right space. And then I speak to someone like you who just like totally shakes my shoulders, you know, and wakes me up and I'm like, you're right. What am I thinking? And then, you know, just like, keep going. <laughs> you need it. I'm telling yeah. you y'all, y'all can't do it by yourself. You've got to find people who are like-minded, who are on the journey with you, even if their journey is completely different, you mm-hmm. know, in, in many, you know, ways. But, you know, when I, I know if I needed that encouragement, you would come in and shake me up and it's, I have an open door always for you and, and jazz, Jasmine with an E. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I appreciate you for being on the show. Please, please yes. tell the listeners. Um, where they can contact you and how they can do, how they can contact you, basically. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, and how? Feel free to stalk me on Facebook. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I am on Facebook, so make sure to find me, Samantha Leonard. Um, you can also shoot me off an email, Samantha at streamdentalhr.com. Um, I'm on Instagram as well. Uh, so any way you can reach out. I, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I would love to be able to see how I can support you in your, your growth plans, um, but also be able to help transform your culture, your team, and your practice. Absolutely. And for those teams that are ready for that, you can go to www.streamdentalhr.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate you. That was so much fun. Thank you so much. And keep on helping our community out and being so amazing you're awesome so are you (laughs) thanks for tuning in to the show we value each and every one of you dive in deeper by visiting the show notes for this episode or listening to more episodes on beyondtheprofi.com if you found value in the show share with a friend and leave us a review we will see you next time btp family